When you're out walking, it's important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, water that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my Aqua True water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at aquatrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING at checkout. 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Walking outside is a healthy thing to do, but most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code WALKING. Recently, I did an episode about an article I found in the Wall Street Journal. It was really about research that indicates exercise has a pretty profound impact on longevity, on how long we live, and how we, over time, tend to... We're we're looking for the silver bullet. We're looking for the newest thing that could add years to our life. And this research, massive research indicates probably the most effective thing that you and I can do to extend our lives is to exercise, to move more, to sit less. But there was another little nugget that was tucked in that article that I didn't talk about in that episode, that I kept thinking about, that I kept going back to in my mind. And I can't remember if it was the journalist, the person who wrote the article, or if it was someone that they interviewed. I think it was someone they interviewed, but that's neither here nor there. And he said that he visualizes the things that he wants to do at age 90. And then that informs the exercising that he does now. So, for example, he wants to still be able to travel at age 90. He still wants to be able to 
put luggage in the overhead compartment on an airplane. And so he's doing exercises, physical activity now, so that he could still do that thing, lifting something that has some weight to it over his head and putting it into the overhead compartment. And I thought, what an interesting, fascinating way to look at exercise and fitness. Instead of in this abstract, well, I want to age well, which is what I want and what I've said often, to be really specific about what does that look like? What are those things that I want to be able to do when I'm 90? And what can I do now that will allow me to continue doing those to age 90 or maybe even beyond? Welcome to Walking as Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. Today's 10-minute walk is powered by my Fitbit. This device, I've actually had several Fitbits. I started with the Fitbit Zip, and I had that for several years. My initial goal of 10,000 steps when I got the Fitbit, which, by the way, is a great goal. It's a terrible starting goal. So if you are just getting started with a fitness journey, you're building that fitness capacity, you're creating the habit, 10,000 steps, you can, in my opinion you can work towards that, but that's a terrible goal to have right out of the gate. And so I did not take my own advice. (laughs) Actually, I had been a runner for five years, so the habit and the capacity were there. So for me, 10,000 steps was probably not uh, a terrible starting goal. But there it was, and the Fitbit allowed me to measure my progress. And it supercharged my fitness journey in a way that nothing else has. If you don't have a Fitbit and you're wondering, huh, I wonder if this could help me, there's a link in the show notes. You can tap that link and see the different models that Fitbit offers. So this idea of being real specific, thinking ahead, when I'm 90, what is it that I want to be able to do and how does that impact the fitness choices that I make now, the exercise choices that I make now. And so I was thinking, all right, when I'm 90, what is it that I want to be able to do? Well, certainly walking is is something I want to be able to do up until the very end. I want to still be able to walk fast. Now, I certainly expect that my pace at age 90 is going to be slower than my pace now. But again, I don't want to just shuffle along. I want to walk with some intentionality and some intensity. So what can I be doing now to give the older me, the 90-year-old me, the best opportunity to continue to be able to walk fast? By the way, I'm not a doctor, not a licensed personal trainer. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Unless I continually push myself that pace is going to slow down and perhaps even to the point of shuffling along. And I don't want that. So I need to be intentional about how fast I'm going. Number two, I, at age 90, still want to be walking outside. I still want to be able to walk through the wooded trail. I still want to be able to walk through town. I want to be able to walk to town assuming we're still living here or wherever we're living. I want to be able to walk outside with confidence. 
And what does that mean now? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> because it's not even an issue now. I don't, I don't ever think, well, I don't want to go outside because of this could happen or that could happen or it feels uncomfortable or awkward. Right now, it's, it's something I do. It's, it's preferred. It's, it's a part of how I do life and do fitness. And so I don't know what, what else I could be doing or should be doing now so that I can still walk with confidence outside and still have a desire to walk outside when I'm 90 years old. But it does lead to the third thing. And that is, I want to be able to walk without the fear of falling. Because falling is such a danger. As we get older, it's one of the leading causes of injury and death in older people. And certainly at age 90, I will be even more vulnerable to that than I am now. We're all vulnerable to it. I think sometimes we don't think we are, but but we are. And at 90, I'll be even more vulnerable to that. And I think that is very much going to tie into the confidence to walk outside. Is there a fear of falling? Does the outside world now feel dangerous? And so the tendency as we get older, and I've seen this with my own grandparents and parents to a degree, the tendency is that our world starts to get smaller. And those things that we used to do, we're not as interested in doing. And maybe it's even a fear. We're afraid of doing that. And certainly walking outside presents possibilities dangers of falling. So what can I be doing now? Well, I can be working on balance. I can be working on strength. You know, shuffling along actually presents a greater danger to falling. You know, outside you have height variability and sidewalks, you know, where one part of the sidewalk is higher than the other. And if you're shuffling along, it's much easier for your foot to catch part of the sidewalk and throw your balance off. So even now I'm thinking through and doing things that improve my balance and improve my strength. So being intentional now with the fitness activities and how I pursue walking is an investment in those later years at age 90 when I still want to be able to walk outside fast or at least not shuffling, and not be afraid of my surroundings, not being afraid of falling, of actually having the balance and the strength and the confidence to keep doing this thing that I love. Thanks for walking with me today. Do you have your 90-day fitness chain tracker? This is a one sheet that allows you to see the progress you're making as you build a fitness chain, you make a fitness promise, every day you keep that promise, you add another link to a growing fitness chain, and on those days when you don't feel like it, when the motivation is lower or non-existent, and you're even having that negotiation with yourself, do I keep my promise, do I take the walk, 
you see this 90-day fitness chain tracker and you think to yourself, I've invested time in this. I am not going to break this chain today. And you get out and you take your walk and you keep your fitness promise. I'd love for you to have it. It's totally free. There's a link in the show notes. Tap the link and begin building your 90-day fitness chain. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.